You know who it is. It's your host, Luch, in episode 14, Prospectology, after a brief word from our sponsors. What's going on, everyone? Hopefully you're having a great day. It's always a great day for me when I'm talking about football. And today, as I said in my last episode, we're going to take a look at the ACC conference as a whole, but I'm breaking it down into two two parts in their two divisions. Today, we're going to talk about the Atlantic Division, and then my next episode will be about the Coastal Division. So, believe it or not, I have Clemson as my number one team in the Atlantic, and they have the best head coach in football, college football right now, uh, Dabo Sweeney, and he returns his stud quarterback, the best quarterback in the country, if not best player in the country, with Trevor Lawrence, who's 6'6", 220, and uh, he's got a lot of traits to develop, um, one being he's very poised, uh, tons of leadership, pocket presence, uh, feels pressure coming and is able to get rid of the ball when he needs to, can deliver throws to all areas of the field with accuracy and velocity. He'll get them there in a hurry. Uh, always looking to lead his receivers into the right positions. And uh, he won't be alone on that offense. Um, not only does Trevor Lawrence come back, but uh, his second wide receiver in Justin Ross, who will now become the number one with T. Higgins moving on to the NFL, and his running back, Travis Etienne, who should have came out last year, but didn't want to go to the NFL. He wanted to come back and, and lead Clemson on a good note and win the national championship, hopefully this year leading him back to the promised land. Um, he has a huge chip on his shoulder, so uh, look for him to run with some tenacity as he did last year and have that home run hitting ability. And on the defensive side of the ball, although they lost a lot of pieces like Isaiah Simmons, A.J. Terrell, both safeties, uh, Tanner Muse and Kayvon Wallace, the recruiting class has been phenomenal uh, since Dabo Sweeney's got there, and he kind of just revamps the defense and fills in the pieces and depth as need be. And this recruiting class uh, sure is a doozy. They're always top in the country and recruiting and but the big playmaker on their defensive side of the ball this year will be DN Xavier Thomas and he'll be the best player on their defensive line and arguably one of the best defensive ends in the country if not top 10 and following them uh, my number two team in the Atlantic uh, coming in second place is the Louisville Cardinals and they will be led by the three-headed monster of Mikhail Cunningham, uh, Xavier Hawkins, and Tutu Atwell. And those three playmakers are enough on offense for them to just devour teams. Uh, they had about 6.68 yards per carry, or yards per snap on offense so they put up a lot of points but their defense not so well um 
Their defense struggled against the pass and against the run, so they need to improve there. And hopefully the most of their recruiting was to help out the the defensive side of the ball. But on the offensive side of the ball, they're going to put up some points. Uh, Tutu Atwell, uh, last episode, I did a scouting report on him, and he's phenomenal. Um, a small player at 5'9", 153 pounds, but quicker than the lightning. Uh, he's got that Tariq Hill type of speed, and uh, you get the ball in his hands, he's got some serious playmaking ability. And with those three players, uh, especially with Mikhail Cunningham coming back, a quarterback, dual threat, uh, can also make throws as he needs to, uh, will be pretty good. Uh, up next, uh, coming in third place, is the Florida State Seminoles, who uh, have a new person at the helm in uh, Mike Norvell uh, after Willie Taggart was fired which is a great move uh, on their part. Um, Willie Taggart, all he brought was mediocrity, and uh, Mike Norvell will really get things rolling. Um, But quarterback coming back is James Blackman, um, and he's going on his fourth offensive coordinator, so it's a little rough for him. Uh, He's been very inconsistent the last two years, hasn't had a lot of time to throw, and poor decision-making, and things like that. And uh, on the defensive side of the ball, there is some playmakers there, uh, starting with Marvin Wilson, uh, who is a big physical uh, defensive tackle who has uh, aggressive, uh, violent hands and can eat up gaps and get in the backfield and provide a little pass rush with a huge motor um, for a defense that let up 27.3 points per game, um, they can definitely improve. And they uh, the man looking to do that is Adam Fuller, their new defensive coordinator. But he does have some pieces, like I said, with Wilson and others to get the job done. Um, most of their game, uh, four games last year that they lost out of the five, they lost by seven points or less. So look for... Adam Fuller to get the defense going in the right direction, especially with some key pieces coming back from injury from last year. Uh, Look for them to take the next step. Uh, Number four team is Boston College Eagles. Um, They made a bowl game six of the last seven years. Um, Their quarterback, Anthony Brown, from last year, he he entered the transfer portal. Uh, Now they have quarterback Dennis Grossel, who started – the last six games for the Eagles last year. And uh, he had nine touchdowns, three interceptions. So, But he'll have some competition uh, with quarterback Phil Yurkvik uh, from Notre Dame. He transferred over there from Notre Dame. Uh, their running back after losing A.J. Dillon will be David Bailey. And he had 844 yards, and he's the prototypical A.J. Dillon back Pretty much the same player uh, at 6-1. And uh, he averaged 5.7 yards per carry. He'll lead them uh, on the offensive side of the ball to ground and pound. But they have a new head coach as well with uh, Jeff Halfley, the defensive coordinator from Ohio State. And he's looking to get that program uh, transitioned to another a new phase. And 
a new type of team. So, and with them uh, returning three of their five offensive linemen, they'll have one of the stronger offensive lines in the ACC. And uh, on the defensive side of the ball, they're very inexperienced, especially on the D line and secondary. But uh, their leader on the D is linebacker Max Richardson, uh, who had 14.5 tackles for a loss and 3.5 sacks last year for a team that really had all but like 10 sacks. Uh, My fifth team, which could be interchangeable with Boston College, is Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Um, They also have a streak going with bowls. They've made the last four consecutive bowl games. Um... And their playmakers are on offense are Sage Surratt, who will lead the young, inexperienced wide receiver room. Um, big physical, gets separation with his length and, and size. Uh, but also missed some games last year after the, he got injured, uh, injured his shoulder in the Virginia Tech game. Um, their quarterback, Jamie Newman, uh, he transferred to Georgia after a pretty good year for the Deacons, um, but uh, Sam Hartman, who actually started in 2018, he who had uh, 1,984 yards passing and 16 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, he'll take over the responsibilities from Jamie Newman. Um, like I said, young wide receiver room and offense in general, but uh, they'll have a veteran running back coming back in Kenneth Walker the third, and he was their leading rusher last year. On the defensive side of the ball, they'll be a little bit younger, but the leader of that unit and one of the better DNs in the country, uh, DN Carlos Basham Jr., uh, 11 sacks last year uh, in his measurables, 6'5", 275 pounds, so typical defensive end uh, monster, and he'll be looked upon to anchor that defensive line and the defense in general. So they're my fifth-ranked, uh, fifth-place team. Uh, my sixth-place team is the Syracuse Orange. Um, their leader on offense is Tommy DeVito, their quarterback. Uh, 19 touchdowns last year. Was pressured a lot, sacked a lot. Um, needs to be a little bit better decision-maker, uh, but... I can't really blame him for all the pressure that he was under last year <clears throat> with that offensive line that was just mediocre. Um, wide receivers returning, uh, Taj Harris, and look for tight end Aaron Hartlett, Hark, Hackett. Aaron Hackett to be dependent on for their spark on offense. Um, and on the defensive side of the ball, the one playmaker that they do have returning is Andre Sisco, the safety. Uh, I wrote a scouting report about him in a earlier episode, so you got to go check all those episodes out to find out which one. And I appreciate the listen. But Syracuse will be a little rough on offense and a whole new coaching uh, coaching. Uh, coaches, um, they'll have coaching changes everywhere is what I'm trying to say. So Andre Sisco is the leader on that defense in the back end uh, for a team that uh, moved on Alton Robinson, the defensive end, to the NFL and a couple of others. 
And my last place team uh, is the NC State Wolfpack. Uh, their head coach, Dave Doran. Uh, he should be on the hot seat, a team that finished 4-8 and eight last year. Uh, but the two years previous, they won nine games consecutively. So if he doesn't show improvement and progress, uh, look for him to be looking for another job. Uh, the quarterback, Devin Leary, uh, had 1,215 yards or 1,219 yards passing, uh, eight touchdowns as a freshman. Uh, he was kind of thrown in the middle of things. But look for him to have a QB competition with Bailey Hockman and Ty Evans. Um, and whoever wins that position should be set up pretty nicely because their offensive line, uh, who only let up 18 sacks last year, for the most part, they all return. Uh, they remain intact. Um, and at the running back position, he's got some veteran players there. As well as on the receiver uh, side of the ball, they have four of their five top receivers returning. And uh, at the running back position, they have Zonovan Knight and Jordan Houston returning for the one-two punch combo so look for them to try to control the clock a little bit more and ease in their uh, freshman or sophomore quarterback now um, or one of those guys young guys to step up and lead the team but kind of ease them into the offense and on the defensive side of the ball they're very um, inexperienced at the defensive line position in the secondary but in the middle of the defense uh, their linebacker unit does have some some veteran leadership with linebacker uh, Peyton Wilson and Isaiah Moore and look for those guys to kind of lead and ease the defensive players young young inexperienced guys um there but um yeah Syracuse and uh, North Carolina State are my bottom feeders uh Wake Forest and Boston College are my middle of the pack could be better than expected but I'm not expecting it with uh, Boston, especially Boston College with the new uh, coaching change and uh, scheme change and all that. And uh, the top are Florida State, Louisville, and Clemson, even though I don't think any of those teams will compete with uh, Clemson, uh, where I see them making it to the college playoff again because of that explosive offense uh, crushing defense and uh, leadership from their veteran quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. So that's my take on the Atlantic Division. Uh, next episode, I'll be taking a look at the Coastal Division as well as telling you who will bring home the ACC title. And until next time, you got a question or just want to say you have an opinion or anything like that, Hit me up on my Twitter. I'm there to talk. Love talking football with everyone. Um, thank you for listening, tuning in. Thank you guys all for supporting Prospectology. And stay tuned because bigger and better things on Prospectology.